like to welcome everybody back to the home of the WCAC sports talk scene. I guess you could say scene. For the most part, it's kind of a scene. Well, I just at the audible checked here. my synchronized Gucci watch, and I noticed that it was quite a scene. Yes, yeah, it was quite a scene. Yeah. He's Kevin Ricca. He's Tim Strachan. Hey, hey. He's Matt, the Real Deal Seal. What's up? He's Joe Marangolo. And Hello, sirs. And I am Marangolo. young Joseph's brother, Ken, and this is the Audible, and this is our WCAC Spotlight, because we have an opportunity to talk to somebody who not only played in in the WCAC, but also coached in the WCAC, um, all across. Talking in the microphone, son. Yeah, so I, I coached. I coached lacrosse. Uh, I played lacrosse. I played soccer. Let me turn that junk. Is that junkyard? Is that junkyard a little bit too loud for everybody? Never. It not, can never, never be too me. loud. Never be too loud. Huge sardine and pork and bean fan. Yep. I I love the hee haw song. Hee haw is mm-hmm. the yeah. best junkyard song in my yeah. opinion. Everyone has to have their opinion of the best junkyard song, Joe. Right. As long All right, as everyone's so working the walls. Wait, so you coached lacrosse at McNamara for how many years? How many, uh, it's been six years now. How many How many um, titles did you have, have you had there? Uh, uh, one, uh, carry the two. Carry the two. Uh, <laughs> I got a remainder, I think. Uh, zero. Uh, we got... Uh, well, I, we actually were playing ones. in the mill as well, the Maryland Independent League as well. Um, so uh, we're, we're, we're playing... <laughs> Not just the WCC, which has powerhouses like St. John's. Go ahead and smile, uh, Kevin. Uh, Dematha, Gonzaga. Uh, but now we're also playing in the mill, which which has uh, Calverton. And uh, and a couple a couple of teams off on the uh, on the eastern shore that also uh, usually rate pretty high. <clears throat> well, what's the state of the program today? Uh, the program at McNamara is, just, you know, there's a lot of guys out. Like We had... 30-something players last year. Um, we don't have cuts uh, because we only have a varsity. Um, but I think, I think the program is building, and I think it's building right now by attrition, and I think we're, we're starting to build. Uh, uh, the important thing, I think we're starting to build out of the youth system, uh, specifically in Bowie and in Calvert County. We're getting a lot of, uh, a lot of interest out of those areas uh, coming to McNamara. Great lacrosse in those areas. But that's by the, the biggest way. difference yeah. about lacrosse today. There were no real youth leagues back when we were younger. There well, were there were a couple. I've been playing since you know? I was you know five years old. But I, they I, weren't like they are today. There's, no. It seems like it's a there's a bigger emphasis on it today. So that you got you're getting kids that are not only good athletes but that have experience in the sport. Unlike it seemed like everybody kind of mostly picked it up their freshman year if they picked it up at all. See, see, when, when when I was we, young, we grew up good players. Now it seems like all good, all, all teams uh, at that youth level have a lot of good players. It was easy to stand out back then. Everyone played the cross <clears throat> where we grew up. Everyone. Now I didn't play for an organized team, but I would always play with Southern Joe. Southern Maryland, right? Southern Maryland, right? Yep. You know, just south of Annapolis. You know, um, what was that uh, Calvert? Well, yeah, Calvert Lacrosse was was the big. Uh, that was the big program down there. Lenny in, and Myrtle. Cal- yeah, Lenny Castellino. Yeah, uh, ran the whole uh, ran the whole program and um, like new high schools down there Irma, had teams, so well. they had all like the best players from like this cradle of amazing lacrosse talent, and they would spank the, the St. Mary's and any any WCAC team all day long, and they would just destroy everyone, and everyone was pissed about it, and they yep. it was like they would be ranked number one in the country, but like the post wouldn't rank them because they weren't like you know in any division or whatever. They yeah, were just a they club. weren't in an actual league. Yeah, so finally, you know, high schools in this in Southern Maryland picked up the program and we're talking about the last 10-15 years 
I mean, when, when we grew up, if you could play on that team, I mean, you, you just basically just went around and just slobber knocked everybody. All those guys. Like, I even knew who these guys were. You know, the, uh, the you know, Montez. John and Montez. Is, and, and he's Hogue. actually growing lacrosse right now in Florida. Yeah. Uh, with a program very similar to Calvert. It's extremely successful. It was a big deal, which is to say it was a big deal where we grew up. Um, so much so that, you know, when I wasn't playing tennis, which I firmly supported and I love tennis, but at McNamara, let's just say there wasn't a lot of indoor tennis bubbles for us to practice in. So when there was bad weather, I played lacrosse with, with these guys, uh, um, it, it, you know, until, until tennis season started, until we started playing. In your McEnroe shorts. In my McEnroe shorts. Your brother's My senior that. year, we had 13 guys on the, on the whole team with three subs, uh, all of which were freshmen who had never played before. So, you know, three of us that actually, you know, had the experience and had the, had the skill to play, you know, we would spend the entire winter just getting ourselves into shape and just run our butts off the entire season. Yeah. Uh, so, t- you know, so Ken, you know, some of his friends, some tennis guys, some soccer guys would all come out. Just if, if for no other reason, just give us someone to, to run with us uh, while we practiced. I mean, I, uh, I'm a small a, team, but we, we did, you know, we did. Yeah. Actually, we were pretty successful our senior year. We, you know, we did beat Paul the Six. We did beat St. John's. Yeah. Uh, we did beat uh, Good Counsel. Uh, we, we lost to Gonzaga by a goal. Lost to, you know, lost to DeMatha by, I believe, two goals. Uh, and, and, you know, we actually competed our senior year. We were pretty good. And... <clears throat> I don't want Not to necessarily compare myself to Jim Brown, obviously. You know, playing all these different sports, obviously. You know, listen, I'm not Jim Brown. That's not who I am, Kevin Rickett. Or Jim Thorpe. <laughs> or Jim Thorpe. Um, you guys grew up playing organized football from the first time, you, you know, you played sports. For us, it was either soccer or lacrosse. Um, UIC, I guess, had football. That was probably our closest, our closest team. I played a little football when I, was, when I was growing up, but not in high school. They well, just, a lot of our best friends yeah. had very successful lacrosse careers and, and, and were very good lacrosse players. I mean, off the top of my head, uh, you know, Danny Phillips is one of, our, one of my best friends. Head coach of Pilates. Coaching down in that area of the woods right now at Pilates. And, uh, you know, he, he was with it. He was the organizer. He was the guy, <laughs> uh, I'm sure like you, Joe, like getting the – Little brothers and his buddies, and getting everyone out there, getting the the John Tears and the Roy Shannons and the and the Kevin Walshes who Roy came Shannon, over and made a tremendous nice. three bean soup the other night. But these guys, you know, they, they all picked it up. They all got they they all got into it. They were all very good at it. They, they're very passionate. Uh, Mike Rabenstein, they got into goalie. He didn't have a goalie stick, so he played goalie with his long stick midi pole. Uh, but my he's dad also became, crazy. Yeah, he is a bit. He is a bit. There's but no good goalies. I love him. So is every name I just mentioned. So is everyone in this basement. Yeah. But, name uh, one sane person out of that whole group. Go. <laughs> well, I'll always stick <laughs> up for you. I'll always stick up for Grabo. And Roy. And Roy. Stick up. No, this is a good thing. This is yeah. we're, we're always <laughs> Oh, Wait, those guys it. are friends too, bro. It's good. It's is this one of your crazy weird questions you, what you asked friend, us last week, T? Yeah. No. <laughs> no? Okay, just making sure. Is, is George Grady involved in it somehow? No. I sure hope no, not. No, but I get it. I get the idea of the passion, and it had to be real neat to do it, and you guys did it at your age when it was uh, blossoming in the nation. You had to really want to be part of, of that sport to play back then because the support wasn't there, the infrastructure wasn't there. You know, there were no clubs got... around here. The only guys I knew that played yeah. it were guys that went to modern day, for the most part, or Landon. You know, yeah. at young ages, because they, they had it. Teams. People don't want to get hit. We never saw those teams unless Kevin. we went to, you know, back when I was I'll little. It was Anne Arundel Community College that would host these big tournaments in the summertime. And, and essentially one county would have one team. 
um, you know, so the, the the infrastructure wasn't there. The, the the numbers just weren't there back right. then. So if you wanted to, it's a cash cow now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, you I get scholarships. I like uh, that's a huge in, thing. Like, England. You know, this one team from England came over. It was the only team they had in England, as, as far as I knew. And they would play. So we used to play them, you know, for a couple years in a row. And, and you know, we always wanted to go over there and play. But they were like, why? Why would we do this? Why? Why would we go over there? <laughs> but England would come over here and, and play against us. Uh, but it's it just. In Southern Maryland, there was a lot of lacrosse players, but that was kind of it. <clears throat> Baltimore, maybe, but New York even wasn't as big back then. Well, Jer- like Jersey, those high schools, I guess, in uh, Central Jersey, they they've come a long way, obviously. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the um, hotbed is still here. The hotbed's still here, but here but in New York, New, New York absolutely has a has a yeah Long Island. Just, has every has school a has a very good team. Yeah. Yeah. The Chesapeake Bay. The Chesapeake Bay lacrosse player is the best lacrosse player, in my personal opinion. I, I'm biased, obviously, and I, I would agree with that statement wholeheartedly. I think that New York... Is it arguable that this area might is the best area for all three combined, meaning football, basketball, and lacrosse? If you throw them all three in, is there any other area in the country that has no way. equally no all way. three? I, no, no way. Oh, no, sure. but individually can be argued. Oh, individually, yeah. lacrosse for sure. Basketball yeah, for sure. Without Football, no. you can make an argument. I, I mean, there's other places in the country that put Lacrosse that maybe Ohio, more so Texas, as a region than Pennsylvania. I mean, yeah. No. I know there's great Canadian lacrosse. I know that. Uh, it's a different lacrosse upstate. up there. True. It's a different tribe. But, and it's the Indian. It's the Native American brand of it. In the mid 90s, when you were in Baltimore and I was in D.C. and we were doing our education thing, uh, it was Long Island and the Annapolis, Maryland, you know, this area. They like to say Baltimore, Washington, but obviously that starts where you guys started. Yeah, Annapolis. And yeah. moved out this way. And, and Long Island was it. And that was the whole. And then it blossomed out everywhere. And man, Montgomery County high schools didn't have programs. Yeah. I, after college, I, actually, I played semi pro and I played in Southern California. So uh, my home field was about three blocks off the beach at Manhattan Beach. So uh, to speak about the growth, you know, Kevin, by the time at that point it was the early 2000s, as I was able to go out and make, uh, make a $25 uh, bar tab credit. It wasn't a paycheck, but it was a bar tab credit. I could right. choose to get a paycheck, <laughs> but I have no idea what those checks look well, like. Well, you, sir, made a look. wise choice. It, and it also never rains in Southern California, from what I That's understand. That's true. Playing out there was amazing. But I've, t- I've gone wow. out to a Chesapeake Bayhawks, isn't that right? Is that yes. They are? It, it, it's a great family night. Is Dave Cottle yeah. coaching? It, it, it is awesome. right now. Is it, isn't uh, Cottle coaching? Like, he was when I was there. Yeah. He, he, he was he when was, I was there. But I mean, Maryland it was a very, it was a very family friendly. There's a coach I have a couple of things event. to say about. It was fun to watch. They have the three point line. Yeah. Um, you know, these guys, Paul Rabel is a former Dematha guy. Is like is like the, the, the Michael talk. Jordan of the sport, and I think the only full time like only lacrosse he's, player. I think everybody else well. has 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 jobs for the most part. Great but, singer. I mean, it's the fastest growing sport. Fantastic it's never going to be you know a, a huge pro sport, but I mean, it, look, it's a fun time to go out there and watch these guys do what they do. There's, think, a, there's a couple years ago, T. Uh, I think I lead the universe in Division One. Lacrosse playing cousins. Uh, I, it, it was like it was just amazing how it happened. Voted on that. But hey, man, uh, I did. Quinn Haley, Jake Haley, Henry Williams, Nate Williams, Rob Posnuski, Gracie Williams, Tim Ricca, Jackie Jackson, and Nick Jackson. I'm related to all of those people. Every one of those names in the last ten years has played Division One lacrosse. Wow, it took off in our family. <laughs> I mean, it was neat. You know, I, we didn't grow up with that background. You know, yeah. we were the background of you play little league baseball in the spring. 
You know, you play football in the fall, you play basketball in the winter. In the summertime, you act like an idiot. That, that was that's what summer, we had. Summer summer basketball leagues. You had baseball. Summer baseball tournaments. Right. The the one I feel like swam, we missed out. I feel like I missed out on it. I feel like that would have been a sport that I would have really enjoyed. To that point, one of the things that I talk about a lot with uh, with with our with our kids with our our students um, is that because lacrosse is a lot more popular because there's so many more players um, out there because there's so many more schools out there that are playing. Um, you know, I. I some kids, you know, certainly can, you know, seek out a scholarship, and, and we ha- and we have had scholarship players on the team. But what I've what I've talked to our players about is is you know play lacrosse, do the best you can, you know, be you know, you know kind of check the boxes on the extracurricular extracurricular activities, and use this as a way to keep getting into college. College, is, is, as I've seen, it, it has gotten it's gotten so difficult to to uh, to get into. Um, Lacrosse has been, you know, a conduit for some of these kids, perhaps not on a scholarship level, but to at least have a coach help them get into the school. Yeah, it's and brilliant. It, it's happening. When I coached at the collegiate level at Division Three, there was a million kids that I recruited that got into school using football as a tool to enter a tremendous academic institution yeah. mm-hmm. that never showed up for prep. Went, you know what? I decided last week, my last weekend with my high school buddies, I wasn't going to play football. Well, that doesn't matter because when you applied a year ago and you got to use that, it was a major factor. And it's no money out of our pocket. In fact, it probably saved us money yeah. at the Division three level, at the non-scholarship level. But if you can get into a school that you couldn't have, if not for lacrosse, yep. what a tool. I, I've got one kid who's, who's about to graduate from uh, South Carolina right now who, who got in because the, the club lacrosse coach – uh, you know, walked his application in and said, "We there want this guy to come play club." And you know what? It, it, low level, but who cares? No, the guy got into a great institution, got a great education, gets a great degree, and he got to play lacrosse while he did it. Yeah, and when he meets his wife there someday, he comes back. You're invited to the wedding, and he shakes your hand and says, "Thanks, coach." <laughs> Absolutely. You know, that's about what coaches get. And uh, then, uh, and you know yeah. what? There's not a coach I know that's worth his salt that doesn't think that's. The best congratulations uh, great result. ever ever receive as a result. Yeah. I, I hope that he pays it forward and goes and, and, and you know coaches uh, his you son or his local team or, or something and, and just pays it forward in that in that way. That that would be uh, a good thank you to to me and as I know for you as well. Amen. <clears throat> He could also in my sub- world. That's what's up. Be a no subscriber. That's a, it. That's he, the end all. Be all. Let him subscribe to the audible. Yeah, and then listen to us. Yeah, just be a listener. Talk a little scratch least, in the basement every couple hey, weeks. And that's the least you can ask him to do, Joe. It's the least you can ask him to do. And just, just, just subscribe to the Audible. <laughs> he owes you at least that. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll write him a letter that's and a mail fact. <laughs> Deep thoughts with Deep Joe Marangolo. Hey, man, give him a listen. <laughs> Check these guys out. They get together in the basement. They, they talk they, sports. They just might, listen. They're they a might be all right. Pick it up. They they might be all right. They listen to the Beach Boys. Hey, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? I, so, WCAC it, right now is in full blossom as far as basketball is concerned. I believe we have some rankings. Well, I know this. I know the, the mighty cadets have jumped themselves back into yeah, contention, boys. Seventh in the seventh post. Seventh in the post. From not ranked to seventh. That's, yeah, but that's, you, sir, were there. Yeah. They ran Paul the Sixth out of Gallagher Gymnasium after trailing, I think, eleven to two. Wow! They won seventy-seven to forty-eight. That's that was the number two team. 
I believe in the area and, 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 and nationally ranked, ranked as well. Court. So mm-hmm. now what? Now now five WCAC teams occupy the top ten in the Washington Post. Am I wrong? Can I can I get any other WCAC teams <laughs> right. that may or may not be ranked there? Yeah, five of the Seale? top ten. Five of the top nine. Actually, your McNamara Mustangs, yeah. the one and six. Mustangs and Zagger, still one and two. Still playing yeah, without St. John's at uh, seven. Paul is six at eight, and O'Connell at nine. Man. St. Mary's Rikens right behind them. You know, we're still we're still without our boy there, right? As the son of a high school football coach, yet from all these all these gentlemen that are head coaches in this conference, can you imagine the week in week out? Uh, it's going to be incredible. It's unbelievable. How about their family situations? Uh, sorry, honey, I I got to play. We got fill in the blank Mad Lib style on who's next. It doesn't matter. You're going up yeah. against a monster every night. That's why kids want to come and play and compete at this level, and that's all we can ask for, guys. DeMath and St. John's played a week ago, correct? Yeah. How, what DeMath happened in that DeMath game? I didn't by hear. 10. By 10? Yep. It was, uh, it was a close game. Two-point uh, game after yeah. three quarters. Yeah. And St. John's point guard fouled out, and momentum swung towards DeMath. Mm. Wow. Depth. <clears throat> DeMath is going out to Oregon to play in the prestigious Les Schwab <clears throat> Invitational after Christmas. That's ridiculous. That's a huge tournament out there. Portland is a thousand hours away. These kids are in high school. Play, that's play that's awesome. Anyway, I mean, listen, that's awesome. St. John's is going to Nashville, baby. That's Look, great. I just came back a week ago. Coach, you're going to have some fun down there. Keep an eye on them boys. 25 years ago, I was on the Mathis basketball team. We went to Myrtle Beach. We went to Pine Bluff, Arkansas. We went to St. Louis. Oh, Pine Bluff? In the uh, winter, it was fun. Bluff, how, it was how fun. exciting was that? Actually, it was a, that was one of the best trips. How was the Las Vegas twice? Doesn't be worth it. Kevin and I went. Yeah. Yeah. played against Corliss Williamson. Corliss Williamson. Williamson's from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. He was on the local high school team. He was the like the featured player in the entire tournament that year. Well, I hope DC sports fan understands one thing. You have never gone to Vegas unless Matt Seal was your road roommate. Yeah, you guys had a little bit of a better trip there. And that was pretty sure. awesome. And we went twice. Because you know, going once would just have been rude. Just wanted to know. Just been rude. I was just twice as nice. Again, that that high school teams travel. Yeah, they do. They do. They, do. they have for decades. Yep. Is that more now than it used to be? I think there's more now. There, there there's more opportunities now. But no, they they. I mean, you know, there were, traveling was not a. It, it was a pretty normal thing back even yeah. even twenty five yeah. twenty. I think that has been ago. the same. I think the difference is the off season with the AU stuff. Well, you got the Those AAU stuff too. Yeah, all. different. There's more tournaments that, you know, today AAU than podcast. there were. There's a lot of showcase but events. But not some not of the same tournaments. tournaments that we're talking about, or the Oregon Pine Bluff. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many pros do we play against in these tournaments? We oh, just I did. Yeah, out in Vegas, it was played absurd. against Rasheed Wallace yeah. and Charles O'Bannon and the slam dunk to the beach in Delaware. That's coming up in great, Delaware. Yes, it's always yep. a great tournament. I played in it. I thought it was so cool. They gave us they had a Grotto's Grotto blimp. truck. There was a blimp flying around. We ate all our meals from Grotto. Pro they, they bono. park a truck right out Grotto front of the school. Grotto pro bono. They park for a, a truck, seventeen year old, a pizza baking truck right out in front of the school, yeah. and just bring them right in. Tamatha's yep. gone to Italy like twice in the last decade, or at least overseas. That's awesome. I mean, that's awesome. What can I say? Yeah. I mean, it, at some yeah, point, no one wants to play McNamara on the road. No one wants to play <laughs> so McNamara on the road. Who cares about all that stuff? I know. There'll be a no one wants to play McNamara, McNamara in Forestville. Yeah. Tough road trip. That's my home. It's hard to drive through. That is my home. Is, is, is that what you're getting at? Yeah, because no, the best KFC in the history of the universe is right across the street, just tempting you, taunting you. I got many former teammates that will say, we were starving, you know, we drive over, we're playing the late game, we have to watch the freshman JV game, we're hungry, we're like, let's just go get, like, you know, coach, we're going to go get a bite to eat. Okay. 
You can't eat KFC before you play McNamara and Forestville. You can't eat KFC and do anything. Yeah, but it was it was just like secret weapon. It was like yeah, exactly. You're gonna eat KFC. You're gonna like me. God, it was so yeah. good. And then it was over. Then all of a sudden you lost to McNamara. Never felt more awful after eating KFC. It's, yeah. the, it's the most disgusting. That's why I stuck with Taco Bell. Yeah, well, Taco Bell was the the other option, and I've never eaten more Taco Bell. I ate enough Taco Bell during that time of my life where to where like if Taco Bell can kill you, like I ate enough Taco oh, there's Bell. There's nothing wrong with Taco Bell. Well, I'm just saying, it was a period of my life I look back on. It was dominated by Taco Bell, the Choco Taco. I'm uh, almost embarrassed yes. to say KFC because Taco Bell I was way more enthused with because you can put the hot sauce on a penny, <laughs> finish your burrito, shine that penny up, and man, was oh, it yeah. cleaner than you. I mean, the grossest penny in Forestville. <laughs> yeah. Gets a little dabble, do you? The grossest penny in Forestville, by the way. You got, you got a, you I got do a, not want to touch the grossest penny in Forestville. You got a Taco Bell, dude, science experiments? Do that again, Is that what you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, if you put the hot the sauce on a penny Bell. as you're eating your burrito, and then take the napkin and wipe it off. Brand new penny. Clean as a whistle. Yeah, well, Taco Bell's great. It's, take note of that, kids. It's yeah, great. Sponsor. Come on, let's get one. Yeah, like you guys haven't been eating Doritos Locos like me for the last four years. <laughs> I Supreme. know cool nacho a lot of things, I've not Supreme. eaten like you've eaten Only over the last however many cheese. years. Nacho. Insert number of years. <sighs> Some things, yes. There's no. a taco shell that has Dorito cheese on I know. it? It's <laughs> so obvious. It was so obvious right. for so many years. Um, the Cool Ranch is a joke. They did scam, it. Sham, sham. Stay away from the Cool Ranch sure. portion of it. For sure. Do they have, also have a Frito thing? Is that Taco Bell? Now you're getting they crazy. Put the bag of fruit with, the, the, with the chili? The, in the taco, apparently. Yeah. yeah. I've not yeah. Point being, that. gentlemen, ladies, don't eat this stuff in Forestville before you play McNamara. <laughs> this has been their game plan Bad news. since the mid to early 90s. This is how they roll. This is, this is also, this is, I envision this being exactly like a Taco Bell boardroom meeting where someone's like, all right, listen, we can just pretty much do whatever we want with like Frito-Lay products. So yeah. what should we do with like a bag of Fritos? Yeah. And it's like, hey, we'll put, it inside put some the taco, taco meat inside the, inside the bag. Oh, we'll charge $1.29. We'll make a billion dollars. Brilliant. No, and then they come up. It's like, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. There's 1,000 people going through all these oh, yeah. products trying to figure out what matches with what, like Legos. Doritos, yeah, taco shells. Taco Bell. Are genius. It was genius. And you know what? Of course it wasn't going to be an actual Dorito, which is what I kind of hoped and thought. It's but close. It's, and so is the old El Paso version. It gives you, it's everything you want in a bite of food. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Uh, How yeah. does this go from so, WCAC to Taco Apparently Bell, we need so to get a nutritionist in next <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah. Are we, yeah. oh, you don't see the obvious yeah. we'll stop segue right there, back we'll to the WCAC? The, the, the present Speaking of red hot. The present hot. WCAC athletes are not eating this diet, is what I'm suggesting. Speaking That's of red correct. hot, have you uh, seen Gonzaga and Damascus? Uh, no. I, my boys aren't red hot, so. I'm down. I'm down on on the scene, but yeah, I mean, it's awesome. The One and two ranked in mm-hmm. the post. They are awesome. When do they play? Soon. It's going to be early January, I think, first or second week of January. I'm not sure where first though. I take it. Both both of those games will not be accessible basically to the public. They yeah, will be sold out in advance of the games. There will be no chance you can get in unless you know people and can get tickets. When I was at Catholic University with all the folks coming down, I might little, all, all the folks that came down that wanted to know a little bit about T.C. High Maybe. School basketball, I could only get like two or three tickets to some of these events. And these guys coming from Philly and New York wanted to know what we had to offer because, like all of you gentlemen at your respective schools, I talked a ton of it. 
and it was proven right on the television. Look, that guy's playing there. Oh, yeah, the game of the week, the game yeah. of the night. And by the way, that, that highlight right there, that guy played. It's crazy how we could pick out the guys Everyone. from our conference, and Ken's always said it. We have a knack for it. Maybe not be the most guys. Our guys aren't on Sports is, Center much anymore. Our guys, our guys anymore. Oladipo was on last night. Doing oh, oh, oh younger guys. I'm talking oh. about our guys, guys our age. Oh, no, no. They're those days, doing, are, no, no. Those days no, no, are numbered. They're behind microphones now. <laughs> <Those> <laughs> what are we are doing? Getting numbered. Uh, the guys best. Our age, yeah. yeah. Or going it to the It was really fun in college because everybody was like, no way, no way, no way, no way. Now you're lying. It was absurd. Yeah, because it was everywhere. But at the lacrosse level, grown up from the bottom to the top and in the hotbed of lacrosse in the nation, uh, we got to grow up in the same alley all together in football and basketball. This is the greatest conference, top to bottom, male, female, in the nation. And other yeah. conferences probably can sit down here and have a legitimate, reasonable conversation. Other teams. They, teams are fine. Say, year you know, in, year out, the consistency of the this. The conference. Of this. I mean, you know how many, you know how many WNBA players are, are, are playing right now that are from this conference? Yeah. I mean, it's a joke. The consistency. McNamara girls. Quality athlete. McNamara, Seton, St. John's girls, all presently in the WNBA right now. Oh, yeah. It's no joke. It's not a few. I would imagine there's not a better conference of WNBA females right now today. I mean, it would shock me if there was more from a different conference. conference. Yeah. Not state. No, no, conference. county. Conference. Conference. So if you're a 3A or a 4A, we're talking 3A. We're talking about conference. Yeah. Talking about conference. 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 We're talking about the league. Is what we're talking about. That's <laughs> what we talk about. Not on a game. Most Tuesday nights. Not a game. Come. The league. Everyone here is from the league. Everyone's here. Everyone here is from the league. That's been the case. It's almost been the case exclusively. But here, here's where Fred the, Smoot wasn't part here, of the league. This is a fun time because then I think you know a couple of the teams are going to go off to another one more like you know holiday tournament, play some big big you know names, and then they all come back. Man. And I keep going back to this this conversation, the short one I had with Mike Jones a couple weeks ago, and I just said, you going to be good? And he goes, I don't know, I hope so. I said, come on. And he goes, well, I do play the one, two, four, six, nine, you know, in yeah, the country, and half of them are in our league. You know, you know so you, you not only do you get to go play these big teams across the country, you come home and it, consistently you're playing top teams in the country here at home in your own Sean McAloon and Steve Turner would have given the same answer if you had asked Absolutely, them. that's the point, yeah. That's the point. It'll be fun. Got to keep an be, eye on. It's going to be great. Yep. Pete over here is going to keep an eye on the uh, action for us. We'll be. I in love touch. it. Hey, your picture last week with Coach Steve Turner and Mark Turgeon at St. John sitting in midcourt like that's normal for us. Yep. Give yourself no, a like, plug. What is yeah. it? Just, M- MCL photos. You captured photo. it. Smug mug. MCL Thanks, photos. MCL photos. Go check it out. Uh, we're all family people here. If you want a family photo taken, you you, you type in M Seal Photos M. and you Seal get photos. that done lickety split. And I'm telling you, seven kids under the age of five done in 45 minutes with over 300 photos. What else can I possibly say? Appreciate that plug. Oh, come on, man. The truth is easy to talk about. But you can see your stuff on Sports M. Fan. M Seal Photo. He's on Sports Fan, football, basketball, sports lacrosse fan. sometimes too. Yeah, and he's yeah. at the pulse. WCC basketball this season. He is. And whenever he talks on the microphone... Hey, can I get some tickets, dude? His chair turns to suede. I'll make a call for you. Thank you. His, his All voice is so silky sweat. smooth. He just, I don't need a chair. Just everything suede's up. If you if he shook your hand, it w- your hand would turn to suede. It melts. He takes photos <laughs> like he talks. Just so smooth. smooth. So Capture. effortless. Capture the moment. Yeah, you do a great job of it. Appreciate that. 
really see the way he sees you. Yeah. It comes through yeah. the way I see yeah. you. He likes to take you. a picture of me from the left side and low to get my best angle of jowls. Thanks for putting that on Facebook, bud. <laughs> something, about, something about the lighting. I didn't I got tag like, you on I that one. I got like 100 gray hairs, but man, you made me look like a silver fox up in that bad boy. It's because you are. Oh, I'm not. I could use a little Growl. Photoshop. Not. I'm salt and pepper. I haven't gone yeah. silver fox Hook yet. Don't be afraid to the doctor, man. You got 100%. You, Ken, there's no need. You have 100% liberty, my friend. Doctor away. I have gray hair. I have gray hair. It's coming in. We're going to cover that mostly next week. Really? (laughs) When I'm not here. Please, come back. When I'm not here and I'm stuck in Detroit. Hey, hey, now we know they're coming back. Now we know they're coming back. I'm going to be saying Merry Christmas from Detroit, fellas. Detroit. Everyone's coming back next week. Detroit. You're going to come back in the Nedsel. The whole. Full gray I'm sorry, that's there. the biggest. That's a huge cliffhanger. That's like a mid-season cliffhanger. On behalf of Kevin Ricca and Tim Strachan and Matt Seal, Joe Marangolo, I am Ken Marangolo. This was the autumn. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.